Bruchim Haboyim B'Shem Hashem Benachnuchem V'Shem Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir Shir as in previous weeks the Nishmas Ruzun Ba'Shachachan Ve'Ezra Shimon Ben Yitzchok and Masha Bas Yitzchok like to reach out and wish a to my daughter-in-law, Hila Esther, and to my granddaughter, Namilea Yemaladis. Chedish Sivan, known as Chedish Ziv. Is it? No, that's Cheshvan. Sorry. Chedish Sivan, the chosen month. Listen, is Sivan the third month? The nation divided in three. Cain Levi Yisrael. Yarchet Lisoi and Amat Lisoi, third month with three Aves, given a tailor which has Edis Chukim Mishpatim. Something's faltering with that. My mind is not working properly. Anyway, (laughs) the Shabbos also. Pashat b'chukaisai chazak of chumish vayikra. The final Chumash, the final Parsha in the Chumash of Vayikra. We choose to learn now in Bukhukai Sai Teilechu. In the Parsha as well, we have the Psukim known as the Teichacha. Which would be called in essence curses, clothes. The Techecha is brought down both in. In Bechukaisai and Kisavai later. And as, and as much as that the Techa is not any blessings, therefore the Balkeda himself takes the Aliyah instead of calling somebody up for an Aliyah.
as we know, we've said many times, not Tchilasim B'Seifan, B'Seifan B'Tchilasim, the beginning and the end of a Chumash are all always connected. And we've said many different, on many different occasions, the Pasha B'Kaisa, Chazak, Vayikra, we've spoken of the different connections, but it's always since Teda is perpetual, it's always important that we repeat certain things that people remember, and it's remembered clearly, and it's engraved in our minds. And this too. <coughs> the beginning and the end of Ayikra. This is a Teda that is received El Haz Sinai, the last words of Haz Sinai, Chumash Vayikra. <coughs> and the first talks about Vayikra El Moshe. Vayikra is written with a small aleph. Why is Vayikra written with a small aleph? If you remember, we spoke about the humility of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to be called a special way. To all other prophets, but Moshe he wrote Vayikra with an Aleph to show that it was a different way, a different approach. Today's Rambam as well. We learn three Purakim, as we learn three Purakim, today's Rambam as well. It brings down the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu, how he was called by the Ebishta and does not need any more sign. Unlike most prophets, they needed a sign to show that they were saying a prophecy. Moshe Rabbeinu. The fact that he was in Har Sinai and everybody saw him in Har Sinai and heard that David spoke to him, etc., <coughs> did not need any more of a sign. And therefore, whereas Moshe said when David mentioned, um, when David spoke to him at the Sneh, at the burning bush, Moshe Rabbein said, Hey, they won't believe in me. And the Rambam says today that this is therefore, Akash Baruch Hu says to him, in you they will believe as well forever, perpetually, and they believe and therefore we believe we believe that Mesha is the true prophet, and Mesha Bina indeed did give over the Tatum, Mesha Kibul Tatum is Sinai. And from there each and every generation has the Tata. So therefore, Vayikra Mesha. Mesha wanted in humility, in his own humility, that the Aleph should not be written there, but Akash Baruch refused, and therefore the Aleph was written small. So, as if it's not there, for Mesha's anti ego. And therefore the Chumash finishes off also that the Tayyip was given Bemid Bar Sinai, again speaking about Sinai, which is Mesha Kibbut Tayyip in Sinai. Which therefore we learn Meshikibutaira Misinai, not the Meshikibutaira Al Sinai. Doesn't say Meshikibutaira Mesh received the Tera on the mountain. He received the Tera from Sinai. What does it mean from Sinai? Because he learned from Sinai the humility, the concept of humility as well. Just like Sinai, the smallest of mountains, understood that this is, that they were not fit to receive the Teda Agdesha, but yet, 
HaKadosh Baruch who gave, gives the Torah on Sinai and therefore Mesha learns from Sinai the concept of humility and thereby being the beginning and the end of Chumash Vayikra told intertwined to which we say Chazak, Chazak when it's Chazak we should always strengthen we should always be and to be able to hear Tera and the Yamush Mipicham Bizarachim Bizarazarachim the Tera should never leave our mouths nor the mouths of our children or our future generations We know that uh, we mentioned many times the three different types of mitzvahs. Chukim, Eidus, Chukim, Mishpatim. Eidus, Testimonial. Mishpatim are dinim that we know for ourselves. Benadim, Lachavede. And Chukim are the ones that are engraved. Chukim, we do not understand the reason for them, but rather they are engraved within us. And the Yamada tells us that even if we would not have the, the other mitzvahs, We'd learn sneers from a cat, etc. And with all the different things that pe- people could learn, attributes, they can learn how to behave between one another. And the same would be, as far as the testimonial, the person understands, we left Egypt, we got, received the Tera, we went in the desert, and therefore we have the Yom Tevim, and then according to the Chacham, the Yom Tevim that they established, of, of Hanukkah and of Purim, which are all testimonial. Whereas chukim and chukim we do not understand. And still in all, we are obligated to keep and to do them the full heart. What's going on over here? Interessant. Is that we're basically up to in, in the Sechus Seita a sugya, which is formerly known as Mitayva the Bracha Duchen Ba'Vedas Case Makinene Ba'Gola, and these are a bunch of simanim for quotes from Yeshua Ben Levi. Yeshua Ben Levi, the Gemara goes down for a blatten a blatten change. Different quotes that the Bishop and Levi said. First of them, the beginning talks about the Kahanim, the priests. And the Kahanim are obligated to bless the Jewish nation. And Amr Abishur ben Levi, Menayin Shakaj Baruch Hu Misava Kumbiches Ben Kahanim, Shnei Vesal Moshmiya Ben Yisov Ben Yivarachim. How do we know? Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted the Jews to be blessed in the Biches Kahanim, as it says, "Place my name on Ben Yisrael, and I will bless them." And then Abishur ben Levi says. Not only are they going to bless the Yidin, they themselves become blessed when they bless Yidin. And a Jew that does, a Koyin does not go to bless the Jews is causing 
three faults. One because it says case of Arachel Amelahem, and the case of Arachel, so you should bless Amelahem. You should say to them, the somewhere Shmi, you should put my name. And therefore, if Shmuel says that a Kayan that does not do Birus Kahanim does not bless the Eden, Zachman the son falls into three sins. And therefore, we learn from here that a person, that the Kayan has an obligation to bless a fellow Jew. But it says also that a fellow Jew itself, any, even a regular Jew, also has the obligation to bless a fellow Jew. Talking of Yeshua ben Levi, and also talking on the topic of Chukim, things that we do not understand, and we don't take for granted, but we do not understand them, <coughs> nor do we know how they work and how they happen. subject at hand, the world, <laughs> which we have no clue as to what David has in mind. Sometimes we are we merit to see ultimately how God's hand worked, how divine providence came into play. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we can go an entire lifetime not knowing why something happened or why something was done. And we remain with questions. Are we allowed to question? We're not allowed to question God. We need to understand that what God did is only for good. And this is the difference between, as we spoke many times, the difference between Akiva and Nachem Mishgamzu. Nachem Mishgamzu said Gamzu, this too is for good. And Akiva said, Everything that God does is automatically good. And they've had this conversation this week too many times. Shulban Levi was very interesting, Tana. And one of his good friends was Eliyahu Anavi. Now, Eliyahu Anavi How would we describe Eliyahu Anavi? Eliyahu is a prophet. Eliyahu went at a certain point in his life up to heaven full. Body, everything went up. And Elisha, his student, saw the way the chariot of fire, etc., etc., was the way it's described. Eliyahu comes to every bris of a Jewish boy and many, 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 many stories of Elio visiting and helping and blessing etc. people so Rabbi Shubal Navy had a way to converse with Elio Navi on a regular basis one day he asked Elio Navi, I want a favor from you I want to do I want to go on your journeys. Everybody have told this story before. So my friend from California listens to this year and says to me, Oh, you told this story, he knows exactly when as well. Baruch Hashem, Hashem should bless him with Zarachai Vikayama. Shidduch now. 
So Yeshua Balevi says to Elio Anavi, I want to travel with you. Take me along. Yeshua Balevi is also the one that had a conversation with the Sultan once, with the Malchamavis, and they were talking. He asked the Malchamavis, you can see his sword, and he said, no, they fought. So Malchamavis gave him his sword, and the Yeshua Balevi jumped into Ganadin. And the Malchamavis could not go in, and there was a whole story of how he had to get him out to get back his sword. Anyway, Shubalevi said, I want to travel with you, Eliyahu <clears throat> To which Eliyahu said, No problem, my friend, but you may not ask any questions. You will see things that you may not ask any questions. He said, Fine, I agree, as long as I can go travel with you and see your wonders that you perform. And they traveled, they came to a home of an elderly couple. According to the way the story looks and sounds, it doesn't say in the story itself whether or not the elderly couple had children. But they were an elderly couple alone when they came. And the old came with Shulab and Levi, and these people did not know who they were hosting, and they took them inside and they gave them the best, the finest, lodgings and food, etc. And they had fresh milk from the cow, and they, it, was, it was just an amazing experience. Five star. And as they were leaving Yeshua and Levi, here's the Oanavidavaning that the cow should die. Well, wow, that's their whole income, that's their whole... S- everything, the milk and the cheese and why would you, they were so nice to us, what? Can't ask questions. Okay, okay, okay. And he had to take back his and swallow his question. Then they came to the next city and they came to a house of a wealthy, wealthy, wealthy man but cheap, stingy like nobody's business. He wouldn't give them any food, he barely gave them lodging, he gave, stuck them in a closet, an extra large closet, with a one and a half beds, and didn't even tell them where the bathhouse was, never mind not let him use the shower in his house. As they were leaving, Shobalevi hears the Yawanavi Davening, again, this wall outside surrounding the property should stay strong, should never fall down. Shubhalevi was mortified. This cheap miser just treated us like dogs and you're blessing him? Hi, can't ask. And they traveled on and they came to a city. People were not very kind. You take them, you take them, you give them, you da, 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 da. They were thrown like dogs back and forth, people. Food-wise, sleeping-wise. It was horrible, horrible, horrible experience. And as the Yawanavi and Yeshua Malevi were departing from the city, the Yawanavi turns and said, May God bless you. You should all be heads of state. Whoa! He, Yeshua Malevi, was hoping that he'd pray that the ground opens up and swallows them all. And here the Yawanavi blessed them, they should be heads of state. 
Then they came to a city with the most compassionate people. Everyone was trying to invite them in. Everybody was trying to get them to come to them for a meal, to come to them for an hour, to come rest, to come drink lemonade, whatever it might be. Shubalevi did not like lemonade. And Eliyonavi didn't need lemonade. It's on the diet. Anyway, they were phenomenal, phenomenal. And as they're leaving the town, Eliyonavi blesses them. May God bless this entire city. Only one of you should be able to be a head of a city. They all deserve to be the best and the finest. They all deserve to have the greatest of pleasures of life. And you're blessing only one of them. I give up, Shulman Levy says. You win. I'm going home. But pray tell. What was that all about? And the other one said, by the old couple I saw that there was a decree in heaven that the Rahman al-Islam, the wife, had to pass away. Which would leave the man alone, which would devastate him, and he wouldn't be able to live too much longer himself. So I prayed to God to exchange, like we have in this week's parasha, to Muda. Exchange the cow for the wife. Hence you heard me praying the cow should die. And it was accepted. So although the cow dies, and the Parnassah officially looks like it was taken away from them, but now she was blessed with long life. And then, went to this horrible people in the city, <coughs> And you bless them, they should all be heads. Why? They should all be dead. They're my head. He didn't say that. He said, why, why would you bless them all to be heads? He said, well, they're all heads and no workers and no, no, all the chiefs and no Indians. It's not a pleasant sight. And obviously, this town, as you know, didn't deserve much of a blessing. If I bless them, they should all have heads, they should all be heads, and unfortunately not have any peace in the town. And the same with the other town, he understood already. They were very kind, he wished them to have one head, one leader, who would then thereby be the person to keep this town flourishing. And so, we see from Yeshua Levi again another lesson, how <coughs> we don't see, we don't understand, we don't know what's going on in the world, we don't understand what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in plan for us. <laughs> they tell a story, I don't know how, it comes with a name, Yaakov Galinsky. Yaakov Galinsky used to get the kosher newspaper, the Yiddish Blat, or whatever it was called. He used to get thrown by his doorstep like every other newspaper. One day the neighbor was walking by, saw the newspaper, and decided she's going to look through it. The mag, the tarnish, no, but don't ask. She wanted to look through it. All of a sudden she sees something there in the paper. She comes running and she bangs on the door. She's telling the lady, Mrs. Glenitsky, how do you sit so calmly in the house? 
Are you aware that a, a ship just capsized? Who knows who, who survived, how many Yidin were there, etc. So Mrs. Kulinski says, let me see the paper. And she took the paper in her hand and she saw the beautiful boat that the woman was referring to and she reads the article which the woman didn't know how to read telling how this beautiful boat is being built and now it's going to travel, it's going to take people, etc. She says, but I saw the boat sinking in the picture. She says, no, you were holding the paper upside down. You were holding the paper upside down, so the mm-hmm. boat was sinking. But the boat was not sinking, the boat was being built. We look at the world if we don't see the good of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world, if we don't see the good that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends through a messenger like the Navi, then we see the paper upside down. We see a boat capsizing because the picture is upside down. It's a fakert. We need to straighten and right the ship. We need to see to it that we put everything in the rearview mirror and break the mirror. So we never see it again, we never hear it again. <clears throat> we never try to decipher Hashem's message, Hashem's mission course. We never try to endeavor into understanding what Akash Baruch had planned, what he had in mind, etc. And therefore, the chukim, dafka the mitzvahs, that we don't know, we don't understand, dafka those mitzvahs, teilechu, we need to go. We don't need to just understand, we don't need to involve and look into and try to scrutinize Adraba. Teilechu, go. Forge ahead. I don't understand it. I don't understand the mitzvah. A woman doesn't understand why she has to be tzniyas, cover her hair, etc., etc. And the man who doesn't understand why he has to wear tzitzas or put on film, etc. Zakmindir, chukesai teilechu. The mitzvah that you don't understand, the chukim. This is what needs to get you going. Don't get going because you're a good because you gave a big tzedakah donation, because you went to shul and you put on tefillin, or you're wearing a tzitzis, teleichu, go, and when you're going, automatically you're taking generations with you. Not necessarily are you taking your forefathers with you, but you're definitely taking your future generations. Because the path which you walk, the path in which you tread, that's the path that the Eden will take, that your, your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren will follow. We spoke in the beginning, we spoke now the story of the cow. Tmurasai was an exchange. And it said, this week's Pasha, Vahoyahu, Smurasai, He, and the one that he exchanged, will be Kedish.
the end of the, towards the end of the parsha, talks about the dinner of Timura exchange. A, an item that was sanctified, that was made hegdish through a person for the base hamigdash, and the person then decided to exchange it for something else. Tells us the teda v'ha'yahu usmurase yekedish. Both are remain kedish. Before we discuss, right, go back to it. This mitzvah is also from Chukim. Mitzvahs we don't understand, which means to say, it's a mitzvah that has no reason, rhyme, no rhyme or reason. It's a decree from Akadish Baruch You sanctified this, it remains sanctified. Still in all, the Ramam says, we need to try, to dig into deeply the mitzvah, the reason and rhyme for it, and also for the mitzvah of Timura. Taylor went down into the ultimate depth of the thought pattern of the person and part comes from the Yetzirah the general nature of a person is to amass properties and to be careful with his money and the Afalp even though he Donated and he sanctified this. Ashishikhazabe, he can go back on it. And there's a suspicion Shim Natirli Lahamir Khafiz Bhakhifits. If we're going to allow him to change these things, Yamakhifitz Yakubazil. He'll exchange it for something cheaper. Therefore both have to remain Kadesh. Who? He and his exchange remains Kedish. The word Vahaya starts with above. The word Hu starts with a He. Usmurasai with above. Yiya with a Yud. The letters of Yudke Vovke, God's holy name, which in yesterday's Ram talks about one of the names that you may never erase. This exchange, what exchange are we referring to in a person's life? There are times where a person designates. His hourly schedule. One should do that. Friedrich Rebbe said, this is how you have Hatzlach Abizman. Your success in time is if you actually say, this time to this time I'm doing this and nothing else. This time to this time I'm doing this and nothing else. And you keep to it. Then you succeed to do whatever you have to do. 
I actually found it very convenient this morning. For example, usually during the course of the day I manage to say Rambam. And this morning I found that while I was putting on Talsen film, not when I'm putting on the film, I can't know how to talk, there was Punkta Rambam next to me. I started saying. Then I davened. And I had to take off my twill and put on my second pair of twill. So as I took off the twill, I continued the Rambam. So I put on the second pair of twill. Then I said, Krishna and the Pashis, did you say in the Rabbeinu Tams? And as I wrapped up the second pair of twill and folded my talis, I managed to basically go through today's Rambam. Took a little longer. I waited a little, I had to stay in shul another few minutes, saying the finishing the Rambam. But I filled in the gaps that I always had, and always wanted. I always saw the our shishivas that taught us, not taught us, but I wanted to see what they thought of their thought pattern. They were seeing a nigging between, which is also a beautiful thing. Definitely not to sit and talk to one of them in shul. And here, Baruch Hashem, I mean, I don't know, tomorrow I'll have a Rambam next to me, I don't know if it'll work tomorrow as well, but today, Baruch Hashem, I'm able to fill in that minute. Am I always so immaculate and careful? No, unfortunately, I must say I'm not. However, this is what one should be doing. One should see to it that every moment of their day is accounted for in Taylor and Mitzvah. They need to work, you're right, you need to work. And you work, you make your panasa, and you go further. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give you, He gives you through your work, whatever work you're going to do. Work overtime sometimes, work overtime. Make the extra few dollars. For what most people are still needed to just live on the basics, and some leave it to put away a little bit, and some whatever it might be. Bottom line, Yeh Kedish. Who is Mirasi Yeh Kedish? Sometimes, the Rebbe explains, we need to close our Sefer, we need to get into a mode of transportation, bus, car, train, and we need to go out and put on film with people. We need to go out and speak to Yidden about Yiddishkeit. At which point, who is Murasi? This person now is in exchange, says the Rebbe, for your time of Torah learning. Where you're taking off time from your learning to go out and to be Makar of a fellow Jew. Tells us the Rebbe, who is Murasi Yeh Kedish? Don't look at it and say, oh no, I'm diminishing my time of Torah. I'm diminishing my spirituality, because I'm taking off from time from learning and, and everything, to go and to put on film with a fellow Jew, to be makar of a fellow Jew, but rather, he and the person that you're exchanging this time for will both become Kedish. So here we're, we're concerned, says the Yutayda, that the person will exchange it perhaps for something less valuable. And this is why we said, no, this is what we're exchanging by putting on film with a fellow Jew is more valuable even than you're learning Tehra. <clears throat> These words of Tirambam 
being a man, major question. The difference in mitzvahs that are within our realm, without, within our understanding, the mishpatim and the chukim, as we said, mishpatim we understand naturally. Chukim is above seichel. So how does Ramam say we need to try to understand the reasons for the chukim? Rather, the explanation is there are differences in the essence between the two types of reasonings and understandings. To mishpatim, the reasons that we're obligated to do it because the seichel of not the commonsensical reason that we keep those mitzvahs. Whereas the Teda and the mitzvahs with Narka Hashem been given to us, we still would understand they have to behave that way. If you keep me scored on Gemara Yuma, Samar Zayin on the days explains that. Whereas on the other hand, the chukim are the fundamentals in the seichel of the Creator. And the fact that we try to find reasoning in them is a test to reveal reasons we understand in our seichel. Same thing is also the reason the mitzvah of Timura. We ourselves could not understand how to establish such a mitzvah. And therefore, the fact that the Rambam suspects and you not see what's going on here, this halacha ain't paid as Hagdashis, Ella Bishleshibikin, Raman brings down that you don't redeem anything of Hagdish unless you have three experts there. And the same way also we have a need to evaluate what we're doing. If that's the case how is it possible the person is going to take something that's cheaper as an exchange? There are so many different um, fences to jump before he can make the exchange. How would he be able to get it for something cheaper? Therefore, the Ramam stresses, Yorda Tera the safe, Machshavah Sadam. The Tera goes down to the end of the depth of the person's thoughts. Only the Tera in its deep, deep vision, can see to the end of the person's mind frame and way of thinking. And therefore he knows if I allow the person to change and exchange a holy item, in the end, the Yitzhak is going to get somewhere in there and try to make the person get benefit from it. 
Therefore, we learn from this. how a person needs to serve God. On one hand, a person needs to keep the foundation of Kabbalah's oil. Acceptance of the yoke of heaven. Mekayim the mitzvahs because they are commandments of the king. No conditions, no stipulations, no understanding. Where on the other hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that we use our minds and we delve into and that we try to figure and to see even the reasons of the Chukim. For then we can cleanse the mitzvahs and we elevate the mitzvahs with tainug and with simcha, with pleasure and with joy. And the same will be in the time of the Gula Mitzvah Shlema. When all these mitzvahs will be, all the secrets will be, will be revealed to us. We will come to Tachlus HaShlema Savedis Hashem with the Tachlus HaSimcha Ve'enik with the real essence of pleasure mm-hmm. and the real essence of unison with HaKadosh Baruch This week, Hashem, we are learning Pekiyavus Pedik Hey. Mishnah Dalit. Asar Nisim Nasul Avisenam Vitzayim. Ten miracles were done to our forefathers in Egypt. Asar Alayam and ten on the Yamsuf. Esamakis Haviyakarish Baruchu. Ten plagues were brought upon the Egyptians in Egypt and ten by the Yam. Ten tests. The Jews tested in the desert. You tested me these ten times and did not listen to my voice. In the merit of the ten tests that Avram Avinu passed, B'nai Yisrael experienced the two sets of ten miracles listed in the Mishnah. In Mitzrayim and at Yamsuf. The test also gave power to overcome our own ten tests in the Mizmer. The man once who had his daughter with a Khmanal son, Shvekenim, that was paralyzed, went to many doctors. Nobody was able to cure him. His friends, his friends urged him to go seek a bracha from the Baal Shem HaKadosh. Everybody knew who the Baal Shem was. Man refused. 
He didn't believe that Hashem could do miracles. Time passed, one of the sons of the situation wasn't improving. Finally, the friends were persistent. Finally, the man gave in to the friends, put his daughter on a wagon, drove to Mezhibush. He left his daughter in the wagon, he came to the Vashemtiv's room, put a bag of coins on the desk of the Vashemtiv, and he barked, here's some money, let's see if you can heal my daughter. Vashem HaKadosh immediately took the bag of money and threw it out the window. And told him, Lech B'Shalom, go in peace, I have no use for your money. Father glanced out the window, and to his shock, he saw his paralyzed daughter climb out of the carriage and collect all the scattered coins. He was shocked in disbelief. A miracle that happened before his very eyes. Man said to the driver, Quick, let's leave here at once before the people start claiming the Vashemtiv made a miracle. You can take a horse to the water, you can't make him drink. So, although Vashemtiv performed an open miracle in front of the person's eyes, Vashemtiv said it, he didn't say, I can't heal your daughter. Vashemtiv said, I don't want your money. And the fact, the daughter was healed by Hashem. But so we see the mind frame of people who don't always understand and don't always grasp how important is to have a Munas Sadiqim and how important and how beautiful is our Tata returning back to the beginning of the Pasha and the guarantee of the merit the reward we see places forth here also a stipulation for how to get how we will get our brachas Yomar explains when it says im it always means the Russian of tachnunim and requests not a condition that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to us but rather a soul-wrenching request HaKadosh Baruch Hu is begging Kvayachul Fam Yisrael Take and go in my ways, my cooking. 
So it's understood, of course, that this request from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not only a request, it's something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give strength and help. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the strength and guarantees each and every Jew that they will succeed in the Bechukai Teilechu, they will be able to journey. Even Eden, as we spoke before, that are unfortunately not where they belong at this moment. The Vilti Yidach, Mimeno Nidach. As we said, through Murasai, that one needs to reach out and give their own time for this fellow Jew. What does the Kadosh Baruch Hu want? Many commentaries explain the intention is mitzvah satera. It's known. As we said, there are three types of mitzvahs, chukim, mishpatim, and edus. And we explained each one. Yavim tevim, and the chukim, which as we said, are mitzvahs that we don't have a handle on it. And the reason for this is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to show us and to teach us a way how to be Mekayim Mitzvahs. To Mekayim all the Mitzvahs according to the way they are as Chukim. Even the Eidus and the Mishpatim, even though we understand in our regular Seichel, we need to Mekayim this through Kabbalah Seil. A command from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. Not because the, uh, our common sense dictates. I gave this chuk, I engraved this chuk in you, and I decreed this decree within you. In this way, of Kiyam Mitzvahs, We can see downright how we take highest, how we take life from this. But the truth to be told, Dafka the Kabbalah's El gives us these great pleasures. It's not Kabbalah's El because we have no choice, but because we are totally dedicated to our Kabbalah's Baruch. And the entire approach here is Dafke as a devoted servant and the entire Tainug is a pleasure to serve our Master. So Dafke through this, through this attitude and this approach, Telechu, to an Aliyah, to an elevation, <coughs> To advancement spiritually. And when we advance spirituality, it's a lotion of going. This too is an addition in the service to Hashem 
which has to do with seichel and understanding. Mm-hmm. The mind of a person is only limited within a certain amount. You can't just envelop everything. Dafka through Kabbalah can we reach the Aliyah, the true Aliyah that has no boundaries? What's the reward that Akash Baruch Hu guarantees us again, mitzvahs, these mitzvahs? For Nasati Yishmechem Bi'itam, I will give you rain in the right times. Just like rain comes Milmaila, the rain, the spiritual rain, referring to Teda, it also comes Milmaila. Akash Baruch Hu guarantees us that through through going in these ways of Chukim, with Kabbalah sale, you merit to the Er HaTera. Till the great Er, which will be revealed in the true Mashiach Tzitkenu. And this flow of Shefa, plentiful, comes down into this world, the physical world, physically the way it is. Just like rain. It rains down upon us all the blessings. And there's no blockage that will hold it back. Khalilah from Avedis Hashem. The opposite. It helps serving Hashem through Menuchas HaNefesh and Archavas Adas. And therefore, when a person who's been through very, very hard times who's been through very rough situations, who's been through the mill, as we say it, and didn't, was not able to get a handle on it. They roamed life. They were navenad. They couldn't anchor. They couldn't ground themselves. These people when they now have the peace of mind, and when Hashem finally is blessing them and turning the corner, swinging the pendulum to the right side, and putting them in a much, much better place, one needs to take and run with it. And therefore, when the main blessing of reward, when Asati Yishmechem Bi'itam, Kajbarhu guarantees the good and plentiful and thereby warns Khashishalam if we don't do what we have to do, what's going to happen? Whereas the Mishnah in Pirkei tells us in the beginning of Pirkei Mishnah Aleph, Pirkei Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, don't be like servants to go to serve God, to serve your master in order to get a prize. In that case, where does it fit into the dimensions? God telling us, all the plentiful that's going to be stored upon us. As you know, Chazal tell us 
that in the time of Mashiach, the day they plant, it will grow. And it will have fruits immediately, immediately bear fruits. Even fruits, that, even trees that are not fruit-bearing. And the fruit, the tree itself will taste like the fruit. And all other wonderful, phenomenal things that are going to be happening in the time of Mashiach. Godliness itself will be revealed. As the Rambam says, We'll have to do nothing else but just to learn and understand and know the wonderful God. So all these beautiful things, will be like nothing to us because there will be so much of it. But we'll be in such a high spiritual level, what do we need this for? And the answer is, because Dafka, this physical, this physical plentiful, plentifulness, shows how beautiful Teda and Mitzvahs are. Teda says, Your life and the, gives you longevity. Which the explanation is, the Teda is the actual essence of life of a Jew. And therefore, everything that a person does in the life of Taylor, mitzvahs, and even when we're doing work and we're doing involvement in mundane work, has to be for Taylor. So the fact that Taylor, the reward for Taylor mitzvahs comes dafka in, in a physical essence is testimonial that the Taylor itself is giving us sustenance and life. Just like my person when they have a, an awakening within their soul, a great simcha, this doesn't stay only phys- spiritually, but it goes into every organ of the guf, as we learn now in Tanya in these days, the, today's Tanya, yesterday, the concept of the mayach, that the neshama finds itself in the mayach of the body, and it spreads through the entire body, to all the limbs of the body. And it goes till the feet. And this, therefore, causes the person to simply dance out of joy. Because it's Chayecha, your life. So when Jews go in the way of Tena Mitzvahs, they bring about Shefa, Bracha, in everything, in every boundary, till the physical, downright, every little physical moment. And this, therefore, complete, the Kerecha Tena will be in the time of the Geula. And Tena will bring Shefa, Gashmi, Mufla, just like Chazal tell us, and today, Shabbat Shalom, and Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazek.